Welcome to Thin Fat Line, the podcast that explores the line between loving yourself just as you are and the unhealthy and toxic things we do and say, sometimes in the name of health. Hosted by Whitney Andrews, a girl who has been coming to terms with her own journey of health and self-love for as long as she can remember. Warning, the following conversations may be triggering and may discuss sensitive topics. Please move forward as you feel comfortable. The goal of this podcast is to create a conversation and community of support and understanding. Welcome to Thin Fat Line. Welcome everybody to Thin Fat Line. This is Whitney Andrus, your hostess. It is hostess, I think. Um, I am excited to be back in studio. You know, we took some breaks for Disney and Mardi Gras and all the things. And I've kind of teased this and I've talked about Kylie Arnold um, and Arnold Nutrition Coaching several times on the podcast. And I'm excited to finally have her here. Before we get started, I want to remind you, if you are not subscribed, to go ahead and hit that subscribe button, leave a review, do all the things. Um, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ThinFatLine. You can th- follow me personally on Instagram at WitAndrus. And if you want to see me make a fool of myself, you can follow me on TikTok at WitTalkAndrus. So with that said, welcome, welcome Kylie Arnold of Thank Arnold you. Nutrition Coaching. I have sp- spoken about you several times. So I'm excited to have you here. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners? Okay. So I feel so undeserving. You talk so great about me. You are undeserving. (laughs) Totally. I made it all up. (laughs) Love it. Um, I'm Kylie Arnold of Arnold Nutrition Coaching. I am um, the coach and owner, or a coach and owner. We now have more than one coach. So that's super exciting. Loving it. Um, I'm an, I feel like I'm still a new mom. She's almost one and a half. So still new mom status. Um, but yeah, that's me really in a nutshell. I have one of, I have, I, I feel like I need to start by saying this. I also have five older sisters. So anytime okay. when I tell a story and I'm like, my sister, my sister, I was like, let me clarify by saying I have five of them. So I feel like that's always important to say in the I beginning think, too. I don't think I realized you had five sisters. Yes. And I'm the baby. So oh, man, are you from here? Are you from Louisiana? Uh, Pride, yeah. Pride, okay. so like five minutes down the road of How where old are I am you? now. That's I'm, weird. I'm, I'm 29. No, so you're not. I'll be 30 next month. Okay. I'm excited. Do you know a Tyler Aguilard? Yes. I went okay. to school with him. So that's one of, like, <laughs> I love Tyler. Shout out Tyler. He he is not the demographic that's listening to that's this. That's so funny. My husband was the best man in his wedding. And he's yeah. like, he lives in Tennessee now yeah. in the area that we want to live. And so like... I'm like terrified. Okay, I love his girlfriend right now. Shout out to Audrey Pulse. She's the bestest. I threaten Tyler all the time. If you screw this up. Yeah. But yeah, so I love Tyler. Awesome. Good old Tyler. But yeah. And then um, my neighbor is from there, but I can't think of her maiden name, but it's Allison Chasson now. What was sure. her maiden name? She listens to this, so she'll tell me in text yeah. me, like when she's done it. But I want to say her mom teaches in Pride too. Oh, like really? At the high school or, some, or something. At Northeast. Uh, some either yeah. elementary or whatever, but anyways, long story. I don't think I realized that though. Yes. Um. So. Oh, was like, is it echoing? Yeah. Um. So yeah, but so I'm excited. So you're from here. You have five older sister, or yes. you're one of five, or five. So you're one of six. Correct. Good times. Good old Catholic family. I know. <laughs> Good old Catholic <laughs> family. It's like, <laughs> go. Um. All girls. Yes, and we all start with a K. Your poor daddy. I know, I know. My parents are actually divorced now, so I mean, yeah, but cool still. story, but still, I know. My mom always called it the International House of Hormones. It was great. Oh, my God. 
See, I feel like that with Ben. Like, he has, like, girls. I was just telling the Starbucks dude because, you know, making conversations. You tell Starbucks, <laughs> Barry says everything. So. Well, and so we're sitting there talking, and I was like, you know, if we had had a son, I really wanted to name him Miller because that was my mom's maiden name. My husband's like, mm-hmm. we're not naming after beer. Uh, and I was like, it's, but it's not. And but we could never decide on a boy's name, and so I think that's what willed us to have girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is because we could settle on girls' names, but never boy names. But girl names are f- easy because we were just naming right. them after grandparents. Like and all the girls are for named. us too. Like Irie, we were really set on our girl name. We love. I it. love that name. I know. Me too. What's her middle name? May Irie okay. May. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I told you the other day. She reminds me so much of Bertie. Just her yeah. personality. She's gonna have a big one. Oh, absolutely. Me and my husband all the time, she's like, she's either going to run prison or run a business. Like, hopefully it goes in the business direction, but she's running something for sure. I always say like, and those things that make kids like really like big personalities Mm -hmm. can make it like really difficult to parent. Like, I never want to break it because it's going to make such a good adult. Absolutely. She's she's going to set the world on fire. And I'm so excited to see her future. Oh, I am too. For you. Thank you. Okay, so talk a little bit about how, before you did Arnold Nutrition Coaching, yes. I mean, you were doing marketing, yes. weren't you? I was, marketing for health and fitness companies mostly. Okay. Um, so I've always had a passion for health and fitness, health and wellness since I was in my early teens. And then I worked for an engineering firm for a few years and um, Siobhan Debitaz, well, Kaju Debitaz, shout out, um, came to me and was like, look, I know you have a marketing background and you also love health and wellness. How do you feel about coming, you know, to be a project manager for me where she had majority health and fitness clients? And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I get to, you know, use my education and background, combine it with my passion. And that was a really, and, and, that was a really um, big transition and good transition for me because not only did I get to do that, but it led me where I am today, um, which is where I belong. And so you do belong here. I, I, I do. I do. I know. I love it so much. You do belong here. <laughs> so, um, well, and I think it speaks volumes because I think I told you when I first started working with you, which was July. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and I only know this because my first day of dragon food was my birthday, oh, that. and I went to Solu. And like, <laughs> you didn't know me that well, so like right. all my notes probably like if you go back and look at those, you're probably like, now I like get Whitney like what she was it. saying because it was like I was taking pictures of food like was like crackling. Right. <laughs> and like and here's my homemade s'mores. <laughs> and and like, that's why I love like the way that majority of my clients take food logs. So some of my clients count macros. We do my fitness pal, but majority of my clients do a photo food journal as mm-hmm. you do. And I love seeing their notes because I always tell them, you know, to put the day, the time that you ate, a picture of what you ate and how you felt before and after. And it's just their little comments in there throughout the day. Just really, I feel like I'm bonding with them and I get a vibe into their personality. And they're like, I mean, this was my plate, but, you know, my kid interrupted me, so I didn't get to finish it. Or I had a few bites of this. And it's just, I love reading the story of how their day goes. Well, because you work virtually. Yes. As well. Yes. Well, you work virtually. Right. Like, period. period. Most people know me personally, but I do have You don't have to be local to the Baton Rouge area to work with you, which is awesome, which just makes you really easy to refer. But um, I remember because it's like I did that, and I don't think we met till like October-ish. Probably so. But I felt like I had known you because I was sitting there chatting back and forth because Mm -hmm. you're really available. Thanks. All the time. 
And so it was interesting, but it was. It was like, <laughs> that was my first day. And I forget what I thought about the other day. I think because I did, you know, obviously I had the surgery and I took a picture of the day I started working with you. Right. The day I went in for surgery, which the difference there mm-hmm. is huge. Is huge. And then. I think for you too, is like mentally and physically. Right. Well, I think it really, really got me to the purposeful place. Like, because. Right. I worked and I, I do, I can speak volumes. I think I've mentioned you and even sent mm-hmm. you her name, like Sandy Martin. Like she was where I needed to start, mm-hmm. but it was like, I needed somebody to be like, you know what to do. I just need to simplify it. And that's right. what you did for me. Thank and you. like what you've oh, still God. done is like, you've, you've simplified the idea of like nutrition and food mm-hmm. and, and all this. And it kind of pulls a lot of stuff away from weight because even in that, in that picture and I'll post it like on thin fat line, but that picture from the day I started working with you to the day I like to mm-hmm. December 26th, I think yeah. it was, I took it the day before is only like a maybe 10 pound difference, but it is huge right. difference. Mm-hmm. And, and then obviously now it's like, there's a, a huge difference in weight, but like, I'm, I'm really, it, it's very interesting right now. Like how my body shape is different than the last time I was this weight. Like I was right. telling somebody that this time. But it's like, so if I had focused only on weight with you, I would have been mm-hmm. like, hands up. That's I'm hard, done, man. And that's what I tell most of my clients is, you know, there's a few things there is most people who come to me, they do have a weight goal. Right. Um, underlying that is typically how they want to feel. So really, you know, a lot of people want more energy. They want to feel more confident. And it's not necessarily the scale on the number they're chasing. It's how they felt at that weight. Well, and I... Th- um. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're fine. And I was just going to say that when we focus on a number of the scale, it makes the journey much less enjoyable. And like you said, it can be more frustrating. So I try to pivot and say, let's focus on the habits that will get us there. Um, So if we break it down, like you said, because a lot of times nutrition can be overwhelming. So my clients check in with me on a weekly basis. So, you know, we talk about here's your plan overall, but here's what we're going to start with for the first week. And this is all I want you to focus on. And once that becomes a habit and easy, then we can build. And along the way, we focus on the non-scale victories. And if we're focusing on the habits, the weight and the energy and all of those other things will come. But when you focus on that and not the habits and the and the activity, that makes it much harder. Right. And I think, too, because I did the first week you were like, mm-hmm. I just want you to have protein in at breakfast. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's, that's it. it. And but, some people look at me and they're like, that's it. And I'm it like, that's it for this huge, week. Right. But. It was such a huge thing because what I found was I added the protein in and then all the like triggers that were triggering me to other poor habits like right. throughout the day, kind of like those cravings or whatever it was didn't come up because I had fed my body what it needed right. to begin with. So I definitely mm-hmm. can speak to that. And it was really one of those things for me. It's like, mm, I'm going to need you to give me more than that. Yeah. But it's like, I, I really like my brain couldn't handle it, which is what led me. Right. To where I was to begin with. But, um, okay, so one of the things I love, because we've totally skipped ahead, but which is totally fine. I love it. Um, one of the things I love about you, because you came to speak at Movement, which we had yeah. Jada on, and that was the first time I had heard you really, like, present, because mm-hmm. I came to you, which is where... True, yeah. I came to you because I was, like, honestly, like, being in the marketing industry, and, like, I like pretty pictures, and I came... <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Like, I and I think everybody does like pretty pictures, like period. Yeah. Like one of the biggest. I just like clean cleanliness and professionalism is like right. I want to, like, I think that's one of the hardest things for me to get through to people is like yeah. 
I know that you think like, I'm not worried about the pretty. I just need the information out there. And I'm like, you don't understand on a base level, everybody's attracted. It's why influencer marketing is so big, but Mm -hmm. also people want to get to know you. Right. And one of the things I loved, and I think it was the thing that like, I was like, this girl is like, she's it because I would follow your page. It was really clean. It was easy to follow, but you would post things like, oh, you're going to Superior Here's what you can yeah. eat. So for those of you that aren't local to like Louisiana, because Superior Grill is in Shreveport and stuff right. too, Superior Grill is a Mexican restaurant, a Tex-Mex mm-hmm. restaurant with like these super mm-hmm. hardcore margaritas. I was like, I was about to say the best margaritas. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, and I I want to say they're kind of like as potent as like, yeah, T.O. Javi's, which used to be Nymphas. I can remember mm-hmm. in college being like, oh, we're going to go get a picture of Nymphas, Nymphas. And like literally getting through half the picture and being like, it's like, oh my yeah. God, we need all the chips to like sober up, you know? <laughs> but it, I mean, they're potent margaritas and they're delicious. Right. So that's Superior Grill. Like it's, it's the Tex-Mex yeah. restaurant, you know, of Louisiana. You can't swing a stick without hitting one. I know. But you would post like that and then you posted one and it was about Popeye's. And I was like, this is what you can eat. <laughs> And when I tell you Popeyes is like my husband and I, we have really expensive taste. taste but you but Popeye. Popeye. no, <laughs> it's like all cheap taste. It's oh. like give me our first date was to like Monoblanos, which is like bold seafood down Florida Boulevard, yeah. you know. And like he, I eat bold crabs all the time, but I never like picked a crab before. Oh, lived really? my entire life in Louisiana. For in crabs. fairness, like I lived in Shreveport, like I was born in mm-hmm. Shreveport. My mom's from. This might be an unpopular opinion, but I'm like team crabs over crawfish for sure. Me too. <laughs> Me too. They take a lot of work. They do. But, but oh I'm my like, gosh, man, so just good crabs. But somebody had always picked them, so I love crab yeah. meat. But I had never picked it, so he's like, "We're gonna go pick some crabs." Like that was our this first date, and then doing. we went to dessert for Dairy Queen. You know, like. Love really it. fancy, high class, you know? <laughs> and so I can't tell you how many times we'll go to Popeye's yeah. for like lunch dates when the kids mm-hmm. were in school because of his schedule. It's like, sometimes it's our time alone. Right. Oh, lovely. And, um, but you posted a Popeye's and I was like, this is the girl. girl. And see it. So, and I do like my, um, my grocery guides too. And oh, such. that and, one was so good. And so I'm not promoting like, Hey, eat these things all the time. Like, obviously I want to get you to a place where you can eat mostly whole foods, but I'm also, I think a lot of people come to me because they're like, you're realistic. I understand that that's not possible all the time that you're going to have to swing through fast food that we're going to go out to eat and have meals. And you can absolutely do that and reach your goals. And everyone has told me, they're like, it's just so helpful to just be able to comb through and see like, okay, here's some go-to items, you know? And so it's just like, no matter where you are, you can make a good choice. It just takes stopping for 30 seconds and like, and, and um, making a pivot from what you would typically choose or do because we're all in our habits well, and routines. Well, making an so intentional like, choice, right, an like intentional purposefully. Choice. Mm-hmm. So I think that was the thing. It's like, one, I think you do social media correct in that you offer value and then also personability or pers- a personality behind it. I can't talk, <laughs> y'all. I was just saying, like, the other it's day, I was Monday. like, this is the, I forget what I combined, but I was like, this is the blessed shit, shit, shit. And I was yeah. like, I can't talk. And I'm about to record myself talking for an hour. Um, so there is, you offer, like, so much value when it comes Thanks. to that. So good job from that. Um, but also, I think one of the things you said, and it stuck with me since, so you came and spoke at mm-hmm. Movement, and it was something like you and I had never had the conversation about this. And people were asking, you know, what about intermittent fasting? What about mm-hmm. keto? What about, I, I can't even think, carb cycling? I don't know. There's tons yeah. of like different names all for the same right. thing. 
And you said, it's not that I'm against any of that. You're just not getting all the information. Like they were designed for something. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that I love that you said is like, it's, I'm not anti, I just, it may not be right. for you. So mm -hmm. like speak on that a little bit because okay. I think I'm never going to do it justice and I think people need to hear it. Um, so I tell everyone when they start working with me, I'm like, this is your journey. There's no right way or wrong way and there's no one way. It's about finding what works best for you. Um, and a lot of times, like you said, people come to me, well, what about this method? What about, the, what do you think about this? What about that? And again, at the end of the day, I'm going to say, we're going to find what works best for your body. Your body is going to tell us. But when it comes to, like you said, information like that, with intermittent fasting, for example, a lot of the studies have been shown on men. Um, there's also not just research out there, but I've seen with my clients, women has hormones. Like I've had my own hormone battles, you know, with PCOS, insulin resistance. Um, our hormones are much more sensitive to food timing and nutrients and such. So um, something like intermittent fasting may not always be ideal for women dependent on um, things that you're dealing with. Again, a lot of times there are certain diets that are prescribed for a certain amount of time and people take it and try to make it a lifestyle. Like this is only supposed to be like a three month thing, you know, maybe for a reset or to give you some certain nutrients, but you shouldn't be doing it, you know, long term or even for a few days out of the week. Like they're just, you know, we don't always have the information and same thing with social media. Um, people put something out there and we're like, oh, this person well, I saw this weight because of this, or this person is saying this, so I need to do that. But who are they talking to right. is the piece that sometimes I think that um, we miss or that sometimes as um, as coaches, sometimes we either fail to say or as consumers we fail to dive into. And it's no one's fault, but it's just something to keep in mind. So you have people sometimes who are looking through the lens of women and hormones. Sometimes it's gut health. Sometimes it's maybe blood sugar regulations, you're talking to athletes and not saying that any of those have to be mutually exclusive, but yeah, sometimes they do conflict. Um, so it's about finding, okay, what is your body responding to? What are your goals? Here are my recommendations for you. Let's see how that works. If not, we can change something. But that's just to anyone I recommend when you're, and when you're absorbing information out there, Take it with a grain of salt, not saying that it's wrong, you know, or that I'm against it, but you just have to understand who it's for. I think that's all. And I think that can be applied across the board, the board. for life. And I know for me, and I talked to you about this and I, I try to be very transparent. It's like, even in starting this podcast, the idea is that I introduce people to professionals right. and they may not all have the same thoughts exactly and they may mm -hmm. not all, and they're not always going to be for you in business I tell my business owners all the time like every client is not your client don't right. be afraid to really pinpoint who you're speaking to mm -hmm. um and I think that goes for anybody but one of the things even with this podcast is like I have to be careful because I know my journey I don't ever want it to be like this is what's worked for me do it right you know but mm -hmm. more like hey here are the professionals that like I brought on find your own yeah <laughs> like <laughs> And that's why I and tell people. And they may be like, mine, like, but find your own. <laughs> don't, don't. Like, I have a link in my bio to schedule a call. I'm like, schedule a call to see if we're a good fit, you know? Because right. I don't want you to work with me if, if you don't think we're going to drive, you know? Right. And so I 100% agree. Is And sometimes you just need different people at different stages of your life, too. Absolutely. So, like, I, mean, I work majority with busy moms, but not everyone I work with is a mom or not everyone I work with is female either. I work with men. Um, so yeah, it's just about finding 
who who's best for you. And that goes yeah. for anything. I mm-hmm. think it's just such good advice. Yeah. Like I even tell my teenager, I was like, all your friends right now may not they're your friends this season and they're totally valuable right. and amazing. But like give yourself the grace to know that like you may be in a different season in 10 years. Like yeah. I mean, I love my friends from high school and they were my best friends and I value that time. And it's not that we're not friends or enemies. It's just that like we're in different seasons seasons, and it it goes for anything. Um, She's like, she told me one day because she lost a friend because, you know, that just happens. And she's like, yeah, but you and Miss Jenny have been friends since high school, since college. And I was like. Yeah, but we met like in a similar. We our seasons just happen to be parallel to Mm -hmm. each other. I mean, that's how I met your your dad yeah is they were like, neighbors so like now i had jenny stuck with me so <laughs> she doesn't get a choice and i don't get a choice like we're just stuck in the no I'm kidding um. i love you jenny um but you know and she's like yeah and i was like but i could name 20 other people who i love dearly but like right it's just different seasons you know yeah. and so i think the best advice is like everybody's not for you every time at every right. moment in your life and so yeah so um but yeah, so one I, I guess that's just like one of the things I love about you is that you offer things you were talking about, like, yes, I want them to eat whole, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But like, that's not, you're trying to pinpoint like right. a lot of restrictions into a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And and I tell people too, you can't go from point A to point Z, you know, so like we have to go to B first. And what does that mean? So it's not about making Um, you know, it breaks my heart when my clients sometimes say like, oh, I failed this week or I didn't do good. I was like, no, 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 you did. You know, we just have to find, you know, you just have to find that. And sometimes, you know, you're not going to make progress every week. And it's about doing those little things that are progress, you know. Um, So for like, if someone wants to work out, you know, and they're not right now, maybe we start with three 20 minute walks a week. You know, what can you do? What do you enjoy doing? And how do we make that happen? And how do we make that easy for you? So it's about making those little steps, not those big jumps. Um, And then sometimes maintaining is progress, right? You know, and and I love when clients talk about the events, you know, whether it's Mardi Gras or a birthday party or a holiday, Easter's coming up and they're like, you know, not only did, was I able to enjoy myself, but I didn't obsess over food. I had the things that I wanted without overindulging. And it's just those mindset shifts. I'm like, yes, like you got this, like you're winning it, you know, because we didn't, I never said you can't have those things. And so they're not obsessing over not having those things, but it's like, let's prioritize these things, fill your plate with these things first. Um, And so eventually when they get to a place to where they're confident in themselves, their choices, and they're making progress towards their goals is just one that just it makes my heart so happy. And and when they do, I'm saying, quote, unquote, make a mistake or, or make a choice that they didn't intend to, they forgive themselves. They're like, oh, this is what I've done differently, but, hey, we're moving on. And instead of, like, getting stuck on it, you know, and being super negative Well, instead it. of that, like, if you make a mistake on Tuesday, not saying, like, I'll start again on Monday. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Or even I'll start again tomorrow. It's like. What, make well, you don't even have meal. to start right. again. That's just, just part that of life. Right. That's just part of what happened. Like and your I've, lunch didn't go as planned. There, like I talked about last weekend, um, we went out with some friends, ate barbecue. I had my meal planned. Well, then everyone um, wanted to go to Mr. Milkshake, and I was like, oh, "Gosh, it really was really good. <laughs> so um, good." Their bananas foster milkshake is that's what we had. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> Makes my heart so happy. <laughs> and so old me, I would have been like, "Okay." 
can't order anything, like your IDP plan, like can't have any of this, no room in it for your day. Um, instead, like I had some of my husbands, I had some of my friends, you know, I just had a bite of each and I was satisfied. I didn't need a whole milkshake or a whole cookie sandwich. You know, I was able to have that taste and be like, I'm good. So it reminds me of lately, people are like, how do you and Ben still go out to eat? And I'm like, oh my God, it's better than it ever has been because I always like, I get to eat everything instead of just what I ordered. Right. Because before it was like, oh, I'm so hungry. I need to pick one thing. Thing. Now I'm just kind of like, y'all, I'm not going to really order anything. I'm just going to like get a little of that because they never finish. And so I'm probably, they're probably going to get annoyed with me at some point, you know, but like we just got back from Disney and it's like, obviously I was a little annoyed because I was like, there are some restaurants you walk in and you, you pay. Yeah. Like it's. You sit in that chair at $65, boom. Right. So, like, Ohana, all great. And Oh, my gosh. So good. Was it good? This tr- Disney trip, the last time we went, the food was like, meh, you know, mm-hmm. like, whatever. You're just eating, like, carnival yeah. food, right? We obviously did not do it right, right. that time because this time it was, like, Phenomenal. on point. It was... Mm. It was, I mean, it wasn't Louisiana, but yeah, (laughs) but it was good. And so like Ohana and like be our guest, you sit in that chair, you're paying the money. Right. And so you can split all you want, but you're still paying for your seat. So you might as well order something. Yeah. But it was so nice because they also give you tons of food. Mm -hmm. Nobody was going to finish it. You can't take it to go. Right. It was one of the best food experiences I've ever had because I was able just to like pick and like eat what I wanted. It's so funny. That's what I tell people. I'm like, my secret to success is having a husband that lets me have a bite of his food. I'm like, this is what I need you to order because I don't want, I, I like genuinely don't want the whole meal because I'm going to feel like crap after if I eat, you know, half of a pizza or an entire hamburger and the fries. Um, so I'm like, this is what I need you to order. Cut me a slice. And then this is what I'm going to order. And that's for me satisfying. You know? Well, and we've always been the type like, what are you getting? What am I getting? Right. And then like, we'll kind of split, but like. Zia's is one of my favorites. And, like, sometimes I can't decide, like, do I want, like, the rotisserie chicken? Because they do it well. But they also do ribs really well. And they Mm -hmm. also do seafood. They do fish really well. Well, mm -hmm. And so we went, and that's where um, we went the other day with a whole bunch of people. And we had, like, a limited menu. Right. But everything on the menu was, like, some of the, it was, like, ribs, rotisserie, fish. And I think one other thing, and I can't remember what it was. But he's, like, well, let's not get the same thing because we... We both yeah, have to get a meal. Exactly. And so he got to get have like, it was like, he called it, he's like, I got a surf and turf at the end because he had like the steak option and I had gotten the flounder and yeah. I'm like, here you go. But doing that allowed me to have the best thing on their menu, which is the corn grits. Oh gosh. <laughs> so good. Mm. And they're, and also the only place I'll eat snap peas. I love snap peas. I only yeah, like them there. I do. They do. They do a killer job of that too. And so maybe it's just that I haven't made them right yet. And I will because I used not to do so Brussels funny. sprouts yeah. at all because I'd only had them steamed. And I'm like, that's disgusting. Thank Look, you for playing. I had someone else, another client the other day tell me that she's like, oh my God, I love the vegetables you recommended. Because so many people come to me and they're like, I don't eat vegetables. Are you going to make me eat vegetables? <laughs> I'm like, okay. I, I was in a room when somebody asked you that, and I know exactly who it is, and I won't call her out right now. She'd probably allow me to, but I know who. I know at least one person who's told you that. So, oh yeah, I have multiple people. I'm like, I'm not going to make like I'm not going to shove them down your throat. 
But I do think most people could benefit from more protein and more vegetables. So I'm like, let's just try certain vegetables in different ways. And a lot of times it's how they've been prepared in the past that people don't like. Like steamed vegetables are not good to me. Like I don't eat steamed vegetables. Um, I need them with a little char on them. Right. So like I love roasting because a lot of my clients too, it's a texture thing with the vegetables. I'm like, I get that. I'm not a texture person. Texture doesn't bother me. But other people it does. So I'm like sauteing probably doesn't work for them either because certain vegetables get slimy when you saute them. So I'm like roasting them is a fabulous way. And so my, she was like, I literally loved all the vegetables you had. I'm like, well, have you had them before? And she said, mostly like raw or just steamed or boiled. I'm like, gross. Yeah, gross. And then other, my clients like still won't do it. So I'm like, okay, we're going to do this like toddler style. And so we're going to like mince them up, mix them in like some chicken salad or meatloaf or make some, like put them in something something so you can get like some of your nutrients and fiber. Um, So I'm like, there's ways to do it. You just have to change the preparation method. I'm telling you. So my youngest calls Brussels sprouts Mimi balls because so Mimi is her grandmother. <laughs> okay. Um, I was like, there, there's more to the story. Mimi is her grandmother. And every time we go, she puts them, like, in a dish with butter and, like, seasonings and stuff. And yeah. then microwaves them. And honestly, they're good. Because yeah. I think because of the butter, because butter is delightful. I mean, butter makes everything better. So. But it also smells like farts all oh, through yeah. the house, right? Like. <laughs> Cook broccoli or Brussels sprouts or cabbage. Look, it's going to smell like farts. Look, I'd cook salmon a lot. My little girl loves salmon, too. And my husband's like, God, the house smells for, like, a few days. <laughs> but so we have BB balls. But my favorite way to do Brussels sprouts is to take them and, like, slice them. You have to slice them yes. to get the, like, crispies. You do. And shake them in, like, a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of, like, steams or maple syrup or honey. Yeah. Like, pick one. Uh-huh. Not all of them. And not a lot. Like, you don't need a lot. You don't need a lot. And then, like, some kind of, like, cayenne pepper or avoc, too. I love that, like, salty sweet. Oh, my God. And then just, like, roast them. And roast them until people think you're crazy. That's what I was about to say. If you don't want to, like, get that. Like, I got, like, the tiny dash air fryer. So I don't have, like, the big one that's in. Yeah. Mine is, like, that one that you get, like, for cheap. And it's perfect size. Right. I'll air fry everything. Yeah. Like, And you think you go in the air fryer or the oven. And, and, And... you don't have to stand over it. So right. a lot of the people I work with are so busy. They're like, I don't have time to cook a meal. I was like, okay. And I buy, like, if you buy pre-chopped vegetables, you really don't have to do that much. But I'm like, throw some vegetables and some protein in the oven and let it roast, you know, so you're not having to stand over it. Also, I, chicken thighs over chicken yeah, breasts because they stay All day, moist. every day. Every like, day. I'm sorry. Like, I don't eat chicken I breast. don't know why I <laughs> torment myself for years trying to eat chicken breasts. Like, those... Dry ass and it's chickens. Ju- and like, and I get the boneless, skinless chicken thighs, and Me they're ju- almost just as lean as chicken. And breasts, I like season them to where like people are yes. start asking if I'm crazy, and my husband's like, "Is that enough?" And I'm like, "Never enough, never, never enough." Never. Just like you can never have enough garlic, never enough seasoning, never enough burntness on it. Like I, you just so, have yeah. to have the. But if you pieces. do, if you do Brussels sprouts or vegetables in the air fryer, and you kind of stack them, yeah, then you at least have some on the bottom that aren't. Bur- so if you burn right. it, like you just it's mix okay. it in, and it's great. <laughs> But I do. I need a little chart. And I've gotten to where on the gas grill, I'll get, like, a cast iron and put it there. And so yeah. I'll put, like, my potatoes and vegetables so they get that mm-hmm. smoky taste, like, with all the – And that. then I'll put the meat on the top one so all the 
Right. Drew thinks. Um, so, like, you're like, I'm going to start uh, looking at your food journal differently now. Like, but, I mean, too, like you said, like, make it a family affair. Like, if your right. husband could grill something, if your kids could help you prep, you know, if yeah. you can, you know, try to make it a family affair. Well, and that was because I was very much, like, I grew up, my mom will say this, so she won't mind me saying this, and she was very much, she'll be the one, like, you're not going to make me eat vegetables, are yeah. you? Yeah. Like, we just didn't. Like, our vegetables, right. cream potatoes. Not even just potatoes. Potatoes, but, yeah. Which, you were the first person that really, like, not the first person to give you permission to eat potatoes, but like they could honestly fit into like right. potatoes are such and it's they so get funny. such a bad rap. They do. So and does pe- rice. <laughs> and people ask me all the time. They're like, "Well, is this food healthy?" And potatoes are one of the foods where I feel like it has so many nutrients. It's so undervalued. However, you have I was like, it's very dependent on the person. Like I have clients who have um, allergies and intolerances to potatoes. So even you know, quote unquote, healthy foods may not be the best for you. So we really have to still look at how your body responds. But I love, I feel like more people need to eat potatoes. So with one butter. of the things that reminds me of, I was listening to a podcast one day and it was somebody, Food Freedom Body Love. And it's one of mm-hmm. my favorite podcasts. And she believes in like, and we've talked about like, is what is it? Intentional eating and I forget what intuitive. it's intuitive. intuitive. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she very much like has that mindset. Like she goes down that. And so we, you and I have talked and, about that, but she said when we make enemies out of bananas and pineapple yeah. and carrots and potatoes, like mm-hmm. we have a problem, yeah, you know. It's a whole and food, <laughs> like, and you've talked about it. It's like not that pineapples are bad; it's just higher glycemic index. Right. So, like, if you're struggling with insulin resistance or something like that, mm-hmm. then and so I think that's where it's like don't just sit there and yeah. like and no foods are good or bad, right? And same thing. Like, I'll have a lot of clients. I'll see in their food logs. They'll eat a banana for a snack. Banana is not bad. Again, higher on the glycemic index. So we might, so we're going to pair it with some fat and protein, you know, or some people I'll see like have a banana and pineapple and oranges. Again, nothing wrong with any, with any of those, but we might just want to reduce the amount of those and just add in some proteins and My fats with that. My favorite thing to do in the morning is to get a side, well, siete tortillas I use on everything. Oh so one day they're going to be just like this huge sponsor of this podcast. Yeah, they I should use be. I love siete, siete tortillas. <laughs> The almond flour ones. I like the chickpea ones. Too, Do though. you? Oh, see. I or the Casabana. Okay. The see, the Casabana, like, I don't know. I like, there's something yeah. about the almond. Like, I like the little, like. Yeah, the I, crunch. I the little. But, like, I'll toast it, make pizzas out of it, all those yeah. things. But I also, one of my favorite things is, I think it's at Tropical Cafe Smoothie. They take, like, the pita, tons of, like, not even, like, the good granola, like, the the really, like, honey, sugar, soaked yeah. granola with bananas, peanut butter, and honey. So it's mm-hmm. just. It's just too much. Yeah. Like, but I'll take one of the Siete ones, toast it to where it's crisp in the air fryer. Yeah. And then put like a little bit of peanut butter, which I either do PB2 if I have it, mm-hmm. or we just have like, it's literally right. just peanuts put in the blender yeah. making peanut butter. Perfect. So good. Um, Peanut butter with sliced bananas and like so granola. And it's like a little banana. Like, <gasps> oh, I call it monkey pizza. <laughs> So good. Sell it. Monkey pizza. I always trademark it. Like if I had a um, if I had a food truck, it would be a quesadilla truck. Just because <sighs> so like good. there's so many things I do with quesadilla. And like quesadillas, you can absolutely make healthy. Like I stuff vegetables in them, but they're just they're so versatile. I well, love and then I can. Like it's a hand ones and savory ones. I love hand pies. Yes. So like, just because I like the idea of not needing a fork, right? And so quesadillas are the same way. It's mm-hmm. like, how do you do this? And so I think. I'll take anything. So even like right now, 
I was telling you the other day, like I've been getting um, meals just like, and you get 15. Well, I'm not going to eat all of those. Right. But I'll take like, there's one this morning and I was like, I don't like eggs alone, which is ironic because mm-hmm. I have 12 chickens in the backyard. Um, so I have eggs all the time. <laughs> um, so I don't like eggs, just eggs, but I love eggs in like a breakfast taco right. or mm-hmm. I love it even on like a burger, yeah, which is you odd. make breakfast pizza sometimes too. Oh I'll my God, it's so balls. good. Mm-hmm. Because that was one of the best tips you ever gave me was mm-hmm. just instead of bulk preparing your meals or like meal prepping, bulk prepare your meats. Yeah, your meats and your and your um, vegetables. I mean, fats and carbs are easy to come by. Like you can have like tortillas and sandwich bread, rice, potatoes. Those are all pretty easy. And then I use like my sauce. Like I love the Primal Kitchen brand of sauces because they're um, avocado oil based. And I just drizzle that on my meals, you know, for some extra flavor. You're a condiment person. I'm a condiment person. I am. It's just so easy to mix. No, I get it. Well, and then you can, then you can add different flavors to it. But yeah, so like I'll, I would bulk prepare like a big thing of breakfast sausage or bacon. Mm -hmm. Like I would pick one of those two, but I would usually do the breakfast sausage because I could make a pizza out of it later. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, and then I would, and then I get, like, just a big bowl of spinach because I'll throw spinach on anything. Yeah. Because it doesn't really have any flavor. It doesn't, and it has, like, good nutrients. I'm like, I put, like, spinach and cauliflower rice in my smoothies for some extra vegetables, yeah. too. I mean, I've never thought about cauliflower rice. It makes a good texture. My kid calls it like, naked broccoli. Big. <laughs> I love like, it. It's I love great. It. She doesn't actually like broccoli. She only likes naked broccoli. Early. I love it. You should get her some of the purple cauliflower or orange. Like do the rainbow. Oh, I should. And I saw a video the other day because sometimes after you cook it, it loses its color. But I think if you squeeze like lemon or lime on it, the mm-hmm. color comes back. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. There is an Instagram feed that's really cool. And I want to say it's like eating color, but it's talking it about is. how, is it? Yeah. It's so fun. And so it's made, even for me, to be like, sometimes I just need a purpose behind what I'm doing. Right. Like if I'm trying something new. Like I'm not trying this just to add another food. I'm trying this because I want better heart health. Or I'm trying this because right. it'll be really, it's a real, right now my big thing is how can I get more iron in my diet? Yeah. You know, like I'm trying this because of this. Mm-hmm. I'm trying this, you know. So it's just really cool because I think that's one thing. On the journey, totally separate from like weight and then mm-hmm. health and then all this stuff is like really learning how purposeful like things that grow are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like everything that we can get. And so trying to move past like a plethora, like a handful of like supplements that I swallow in the right. morning to like where mm-hmm. can I get into more whole food stuff? Mm-hmm. Because that's just kind of where I am. I'm like, yeah. okay, now that I feel like I'm learning this stuff, how can I simplify mm-hmm. something even more? So that's where sure. I am. But like. It is. So, like, I love the eating color. I know it's meant for kids, but I'm like, here I am, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, but that I was saying, like, my mom, I think I'm going back to that. It was like, oh, I don't eat vegetables. So, I think for me, it was like learning how to cook vegetables. Right. And starting because I would go get the steamer bags, pop it in the oven, which I love frozen vegetables. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, because they've been frozen, they can be more water. And I'm like, there's mm-hmm. no flavor in this. So, I was adding, like, tons of cheese yeah. and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. cheese, I, I love cheese as much yeah. as the next person. But at some point it was like, okay, well, you've kind much. of killed all the nutrients with this vegetable. <laughs> I mean, I keep like, I keep frozen stuff on hand because I'm like, if I keep it fresh, like it's going to go bad. And so like roasted, like frozen broccoli does do really well. Okay. Roasted. Well, like, because you just have to keep it in there. I think that's enough. what I learned is that I need to take it out of the bag, mm-hmm. even if I steam it and put it in a collet, like raise it up right. from itself. Yeah, yeah. But also I've taken that vegetable water and added mm-hmm. it to like thicken up sauces too. Oh, yeah. It's I also, I also water my plants with it. I learned that the other day too. Your pasta water. Yeah. 
your plants really like it because it's high carb and starchy. I'm laughing. I knew that because my mother-in-law tells me, she's like, this is where plants come to die. Because I love plants. So you like have my mom and mother-in-law bring me plants, but then they just die. I'm you, a terrible plant it. mom, but I love plants. You need to get some that thrive so on neglect. Just put tons of like I snake do. plants in I, your I, house. I, that's the only living plant I have right now is a snake plant in my bathroom. And a spi- I have a I've spider plant, I've killed a lot. Too. See, and I can't, I thought like I would put the high humidity plants in my bathroom and they would be great. No. no. So I have one that's called the Devil's Backbone, which is a terrible name. It's like, does this. And it's alive, shockingly. Yeah. And I put a pitcher plant in my bathroom because it was dying everywhere else. And it has one leaf that's dying, but new growth. So I don't know. Bath- the bathroom is where my plants come to die. But I thought they would do so well because well. the humidity... But they don't. But, like, now I've gotten to where, yeah. So, like, all your, like, pasta water, rice water. Well, rice soaks yeah. up all the water. But your veg, if there's vegetable mm-hmm. water, any of that, I just pour it all in a jar. And then, like, once it cools, like, once I'm done cleaning the kitchen, I'll go pick a plant. I like it. I know. Coffee grounds are really good for tomatoes because they're high in, if you have tomatoes. So, like, I'll save all my coffee grounds and That's go, so like. I'm such, like, a nutrition, like, as much as I'm into nutrition, I don't know how. So, I don't, I mean, I, I only know because of TikTok. <laughs> That's what I'll say. So I really rely on farmer's markets and our local well, people. And I think, so my original, that's where I was going with the vegetable thing for having a garden was like, I grew up not really eating vegetables for better or worse because right. my mom didn't. But I thought if I can get my kid into, if she can grow them and she has a mm-hmm. vested interest in right. it, she'll at Love least that. try it. So like, I cannot mm-hmm. stand tomatoes just as a tomato. Right. I like it in stuff, but like. No, I think that's a great. Like, my niece will tell me that my niece has a garden with my sister, and she'll come. She's like, "Hey, Kylie, I picked you some tomatoes and cucumbers." Like they know I love vegetables, and they're just so proud, and they eat them right. too. It's like, look at what I've grown, you know. Let's so, taste it together. Let's taste it. And so, mm-hmm. like that was her thing. She doesn't like tomatoes either, but I didn't want her to not like tomatoes because I don't. Right. right. Like, put it on her plate, taste it. But like, my husband loves tomatoes. Like he'll just mm-hmm. take a big bite and I'm like, same. <laughs> But um, but I think that's good, and I think that's kind of like we're totally we're. gone all all over the place. But um, where I love you, and so like you're working with people. So talk a little bit about. So let's talk about nutrition aside from weight loss. Like take that out. Okay. Like talk about some of the the reasons that like clients may work with you, or mm-hmm. kind of some of the things y'all work through. You don't have to go into detail. And like this is what I would mm-hmm. suggest. But like, so a lot of times I'll say number one is energy. I think most people who come to me, they want to have more energy with their kids and their life. Um, also cravings. So a lot of people, they're like, oh my gosh, I wish I would stop craving so much chocolate or so many sweets or whatever it is. And a lot of times our, our cravings are a sign that our body needs something else. And typically it's good proteins, fats, and, and fiber from vegetables. Sorry, I'm talking about vegetables so much. I don't make everyone just like <laughs> eat them all the time. Eat um, your you know, like I said, if you look at my grocery guides and my guides online, um, I'm definitely all for the busy mom. Sometimes we have to just, you know, do what's convenient. But um, with that, you know, I love when my clients are like, I haven't even thought about sweets today. And not that you can't ever have them, but it is, it's kind of draining when that's all you think about, you know, and your body's telling you, Sometimes you need more calories, but a lot of times it's in that protein, fat, and fiber area too. And if you're giving your body what it needs, what it needs, it's going to stop telling you, you know, um, or just those cravings will really subside. So I love when people start; they're like, I haven't even thought about it, and it's just it takes a lot of mental energy. Um, but honestly, a lot of times that, and then sometimes I have people come to me too who just want to 
learn more about eating better in terms of like ingredient swaps. So they become like they they typically have like a good foundational knowledge of nutrition, but really want to take it to the next level and learn what works best for them and their body and then be more educated as far as like ingredients go with certain labels and such like that. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, is that what you're like? I have a really bad habit of being like, yeah, like. And like hop in there and I'm like trying to like temper my like ADD self to be like Mm -hmm. when I connect with something, not be like, oh, my God. And let me tell you the story about how it relates to me. (laughs) Uh, But no. And I think that's I I think that's one of, you know, my goals just as a human is to start thinking about is to not pass kind of like health as a singular. Right. Weight thing to my girls. Mm -hmm. I told somebody one day, I was like, I think the whole reason I started the podcast is just so my kids thought that I had some sort of authority to talk to them about it. Like, because I I do, I think so much, you know, my mom was taught like Mm -hmm. health is, is determined by your weight. Mm -hmm. My grandma was taught the same thing. Mm -hmm. And so I was taught it. And it's just this generational, like we've just kind of gotten so in there. And ironically, that's the mindset of America. Yet we're, Mm -hmm. The largest, so it's the most unhealthy. Right. Well, but a lot so of people many things, come but... to me wanting to improve their relationship with food too, and you know, it's not our fault. And so we are battling um, instinct and, and what's been instilled from us, like generations about you know when we didn't have food conveniently around all the time, it was natural to crave certain higher calorie what? foods because we didn't know where our next meal was coming from. That's not a problem these days. In addition to that, we're constantly marketed food, you know. Well, and I think, as, I think <laughs> even in this episode, ironically, we've been like talking about food, I know, I know, this, that. But I mean, this. and I mean that in a sense, though, of like processed foods. Like well, we're constantly marketed. And I do one of the things because I remember through this whole COVID thing, I have a lot of opinions mm-hmm. on, and none of it necessarily like what we were doing was bad. It was just incomplete. You know, like we're sitting here talking about like for the health of the good, but yeah, Yeah. there was a lot. But I do think about it. Like I have to think within our grandparents' generation. Mm -hmm. So um, my husband's grandmother just died and we started, she was born in 1926. So Mm -hmm. like the Great Depression happened. Yeah. And they were, you know, farmers for, you know, and then um, the Great Depression hit and then she, that came out. She met her husband, went to war. Mm-hmm. He went to World War II. They came back and they took advantage of that, like, post-war America. And you think about all these processed foods, like, how amazing was that right. to come out when there was this food scarcity, but now we're more dependent upon processed foods. Right. And when I say processed, it's, like, all the, like, we've... Overly processed. Overly. Like, a lot of foods like go nothing, through some... Everything goes through something, yeah, right? But, like, overly Um, processed and just added ingredients and chemicals and just what they do to, like, you and your brain and your health in general and just digging into the dyes and some of the inflammatory oils that can exacerbate conditions like ADHD, anxiety, and depression, you know? But at the same time, those are the ingredients that make us want to keep eating it. So I'm like, how are they doing this? Well, and not only keep eating it, but I think it's, like, sometimes it's, like, I have to look at, like, what did I eat? Like, was it super processed? Is that why it didn't crush the craving? Because it's so right. devoid of nutrients. Right. That the craving is coming from, like, craving something. But, um, and so I try to remind myself how important that era of, like, processed food was. Right. It had to, a place in time. There is a, it's like, it's called Business Wars, but it talks about, like, 
want to say, I can't, Nabisco and some other company, I can't even mm-hmm. think of what it is. And it, it is so cool to listen to them talk and how important it was to have even just salty right. crackers and stuff like that. So it's like how grateful. And I remember even when I was going through like the breastfeeding journey, like my kid just would not latch. Right. And I felt so bad because I wanted a natural birth and that mm-hmm. didn't happen. And, you know, I was like, okay, it's okay. I'm going to breastfeed. My kid is just as weird, was almost yeah. completely formula fed, just as weird as the yeah. next kid. But I remember I had somebody who's a missionary in Africa and I went to school with her, like Mm -hmm. good friends with her. And Lauren said something. She said, you know, she's like, think about it like this. She's like, I know you're really sad. I know you're looking. She's like, you have the option Mm -hmm. of formula. Whereas Mm -hmm. like I'm looking at moms here who like if their kid doesn't latch, there's not, there's like starving to death. And I was like, I remember like that shift in mindset made it really good. And I think even the shift in mindset of really beating myself over mm-hmm. how many processed foods I was eating is like how important it was. And even right. when I'm like, oh, it's the death of America, like whatever, mm-hmm. it's like how important it is to have that and like shifting right. that kind of like to a sense of like, oh, I'm so grateful it exists in these moments. Absolutely. And like, even when you think of programs like Mighty Moms, which is right. delivering foods, like my kid, like if she was in a starving place, like that's all they can make. Right. Like, so it's fed as best, mm-hmm. you know? But um, it is. And and that's what I tell people. I'm like, it's about what you do most of the time. Right. You know, and 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 again, I have to talk to my clients. Stress has a big part in our health, too. So I was like, if you're stressing over this decision or if you're at a place where they where, you know, you planned, you thought they were going to have all the options, but they don't. And you're stressing so much over what you have to eat. I'm like, just eat it. You know, like, because at some point, like, the stress is then going to outweigh what you're eating anyway. So I'm like, just learn to pick your battles, you know, do what you can. But sometimes life happens and it's not always going to work out the way you planned. And you do, just do the best and we move forward. Control what you can and and don't stress about what you can't. And I think that circles back to that first week. It's usually just one little habit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because yeah. otherwise you're going to stress. And then, like, what's the right. point? Because so many people come you're gonna get burnt like, out. Wait, that's it? Like I want to do all these things. And so sometimes with my clients, I'm like, okay, let's let's try it. Well, and I and think then, if I had to give advice, very unprofessional advice in any kind of health journey, <laughs> no matter what you're doing, <laughs> is you have to kind of find your patience first. Mm-hmm. You and do. find your grace. Mm-hmm. Because great things don't happen all at once. They don't. And most by the time most people come to me, they want something more sustainable. They've tried several different things and they probably worked for a period of time and then stopped at some point. And then sometimes people come to me um, because they need like and, and some of my clients who have been with me years plus, you know, we have to go through that dieting break portion, too, where like we make sure you're eating enough calories because sometimes people come to me and. They're like, look, I can't hit my goals. And I'm like, well, we need to, you know, increase the calories at some point. You can't just cut and cut and cut um, forever because it starts to affect your hormones. It starts to affect how you feel, your mood, your energy, your sleep. So if you're lacking in those areas, sometimes we need to, you know, increase the calories. Well, and and I think for so long in my life, I cut, 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 cut. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there was a period, like if I talk about like, this is when I felt the best, from a physical standpoint, like it was, it was from cutting, cutting, cutting. But when I felt the worst mentally yeah. and stress wise, it was then too, because I got to where I was in such fear right. of what I was putting in my body that yeah. it was like that fear kind of was exacerbated and like translated into other areas of my life. And so it's just, I think just like cutting, cutting and looking at that mentality, mentality of good or bad, like just leads to one, a lot of stress, but also just 
it just filters into so many areas of your life that it's unsustainable. Right. In so many yes. levels. Um, so I told you I was going to ask this because I was like, there's only two questions that I really want to ask everybody. Right. And um, and I think we've talked about this first one a lot, but like define health. Like, yeah, what it, what it, what is health like to you? That's a hard one. Um, it is just because I look at it from my clients and my standpoint. But I was thinking about it this morning and to try to put it simply, um, feeling feeling good overall, awareness and work. And what I mean by that is um, knowing that you're given, you know, your body what it needs. You're, you're feeling good. Your body is going to tell you awareness of the areas that you need to improve on or want to improve on and working toward it. Um, and when I say work, I mean like one step at a time again, because we can't be 100% in all the areas of our life. Like ideally, yeah, we want to be 100% in our health, our fitness, our mental wellness, our, you know, relationships, everything, but we can't be the best mom, the best wife, the best coach, the best everything all the time. So it's like, what are you going to focus on and what are you going to give your energy to? And just being aware of all of those different areas and then just working toward it in different ways and creating a plan for that. I love it. I think but. you did great. I know you were like. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Such stressful. Okay, so now here, here's my big one. So I always tell people I started this podcast because I really wanted to kind of talk about the line between the things we do that really serve us and all mm-hmm. in the name of health, right? Right. And the things we do that are really toxic still yeah. in the name of health, yet it's working against our health. So like, where's the line? So tell me like, where is the thin mm-hmm. fat line for you? I think we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, but it's for me, it's that point of the the line is if you're trying to do so good, but then it starts to create extreme stress for you. Um, so if it's, you know, I, I try to make things less stressful for my clients because I feel like that's a really big part of our health as well. So how can we make it easy and less stressful? But there are going to be times when the choice you want to make isn't possible or there. So do what you can. Don't let what you're doing from a health perspective then cause extreme stress. <laughs> you know, that's supposed to do the opposite. Right. Um, so that's where it is for me is when it becomes an obsession or, or, or overly stressful for people. And I think people sometimes need permission to be like, I think a lot of people feel that way. Mm-hmm. But they're like, but any good thing, you got to stress about it, you know. Yeah. But And, and there think- might be some healthy stress temporarily in the beginning with anything new, you know, but just try not to let it cause extreme stress um, often or over time. I love it. Yep. So, yeah. Okay, so, Kylie, we're definitely, we've talked about the fact yeah. that, like, what the kind of end goal, so we'll definitely have you back and, like, talk Thanks. about things, and I'm excited because there's so much that I know we could talk about. Yeah, and, like, that we people didn't want to know. Yeah. So I will say that if you're listening to this and you have questions or if there's yeah. something you want, you know, Kylie to address, definitely kind of, like, let me know um, because we're definitely going to have her back and I'm sure, you know, but where can people follow you online? How can they find you? How can they work with you? Tell yes. us all that. Um, so Instagram and Facebook, my website, um, both of those are Arnold Nutrition Coaching. Website is arnoldnutritioncoaching.com. Um, you can DM me. I have a link to schedule a phone call if you just want to. I love hearing people's stories. I always say, tell me about your goals and I'll tell you how the program works and you can answer questions and we'll see if we're a good fit. And then we'll go from there. Awesome. Yes. I'm excited. Me too. Thank so, yeah, so definitely um, follow Kylie Arnold Nutrition Coaching and um, ask questions. Definitely schedule that call if you're kind of on the fence or just need kind of 
some balance or some simplification. Um, one of the things that I want to kind of stress, and I think it's really important because people think they're going to work for the nutritionist and you're going to create a meal plan. Mm-hmm. But you also said this one day, and I think you put it very succinctly, like, I don't create a meal plan. I help you plan your meals. Plan your meals. So yes. mm-hmm. I think that's something really important. So with that said, that is this episode of Thin Fat Line. Thank you so much for joining. Again, you. if you have not subscribed, hit that subscribe button. Definitely go follow Arnold Nutrition Coaching and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all the places. And um, with that said, honor your body for what it does and not what it looks like. Thank you so much, Kylie. Thank you. Till next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Thin Fat Line. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode.